You are listening to the Vibrant Life Podcast, episode 14. The Vibrant Life. Hey you, my name is Emily Romrell and this is the Vibrant Life Podcast. I had a great week and I hope you did too. I was actually able to take a spontaneous road trip with my brother and that was a blast. I got to spend some quality time with him and uh, do a little bit of reflecting on my family and how important that is and how lucky I am. I have a lot to be thankful for and uh, I hope you were also able to recognize some of your blessings this last week. This podcast has truly become a blessing in my life as well, and I've been getting so much out of meditating and pondering about the different topics each week. If you feel like you've been getting value from the podcast in your life, a review on iTunes or a quick recommendation to your friends would really truly mean a lot. So just putting that out there. Um, Today, I'm really excited. We're actually talking about the outward expressions of you inside. And the ideas I want to share have been marinating and simmering around in my head for a while. There are a lot of layers to the topic, so just like in that classic movie Shrek, <laughs> we're going to peel away, uh, peel our way to the center like an onion. And uh, so that's all the cooking slash food metaphors uh, for the episode, I promise. <laughs> um, but to kick things off... I want to focus on the fact that almost everything in our lives is a reflection of our thoughts, beliefs, and inner well-being. The truth is that we literally create the world around us, and although there are many outside circumstances that we can't control, we have command over much more than we sometimes realize. And taking a good look at the outward expressions in our lives gives us a glimpse of what's happening inside. And then we can truly be mindful and make the changes or make any changes as needed. And this is a principle that I've really needed to remind myself about lately. Uh, I am so far from having this mastered, my friends. Uh, But I keep telling myself that progress is more important than perfection. And it's all about the journey right before destination. So I definitely don't want you to think that I have everything that I'm talking about on the podcast mastered. But these are are true principles that I know will help all of us, including myself. And so uh, sometimes I do kind of just put this out there for the world, but also I need it especially for myself. (laughs) But the first one is, the first layer of our onion is, a clean house equals a clean mind. And your surroundings mirror your mindset. I know for me anyway, when I'm down and depressed or out of sorts, my house gets messy fast. Who wants to do the dishes or laundry when your mind and emotions are all jumbled up, right? It's a classic downward spiral. First, you aren't feeling well, so you decide not to clean, and then your home gets dirty and cluttered and you even get more depressed. And it's much more difficult to think clearly or positively when you're in an unwelcoming space, especially if that space is where you live. Your home should be a haven and not a place of confusion. The amazing thing, though, is that once you start putting the physical space around you back in order, your internal world somehow becomes more orderly as well. When I was a kid, I hated doing the dishes. But now, even though it's still maybe not my favorite thing, 
Um, I find that cleaning the grime off my plates helps my soul feel less grimy too. And although I'm not the most organized person out there, I love organizing my home. I like having a place for everything and everything in its place. Not only does it make things easier to find and use, but I feel more in control of my life and my surroundings. And so that's really important. But the next step after making sure your surroundings are clean and orderly is to make your space beautiful. <laughs> and this isn't always the case. Like I definitely know there are exceptions to this, but I thought it was funny in college because the girls' apartments were almost always decorated and the guys' apartments usually were just blank walls. <laughs> and maybe that's just the generalization of the difference between men and women. I don't know. But uh, it's interesting to me, though, that 90% of the time we ended up hanging out at the girls' apartments <laughs> and they just felt cozier. And not to say that boys' apartments aren't great. I'm sure they have their their good things about them too, but just kind of something that I noticed. But a beautiful atmosphere, it encourages creativity, it soothes worries that we walk in with from the world outside, and it suckers our inward souls. Keeping things clean is the first step, and the second is making your space beautiful. There's a great quote by Bette Midler where she says, my idea of a superwoman is someone who scrubs her own floors. And I really love that because ultimately we are the heroes of our lives. And as we scrub the floors of our homes, somehow we end up cleaning our inner floors as well. So just something to kind of think about. And then the second layer is when you look good, you feel good. When I was a kid, we used to sing a song that I'm sure drove the adults crazy. Uh, it was called, I think, You Can't Ride in My Red Wagon. And it was only one line in the song. It was like, you can't ride in my red wagon, axles broken, wheels are dragging. Then we would shout, same song, second verse. And then you'd like put in a different way to sing the song. So it'd be like British accent or slow motion or whatever. And then you'd say, makes it worse. And then you just keep singing over and over again and I'm sure it drove my parents crazy but um, I think sometimes life is like that life likes to play games with us like that song and we keep learning the same lesson or we're sent the same messages over and over again in different variations until it becomes part of us right it can be annoying I definitely know sometimes I'm tired of learning the same lesson over again but it also reminds us of what is truly important so as we peel down to the next layer in our outward expressions onion, you'll notice that this idea is similar to the last one. When you look good, you feel good. You don't just want your home to be nice and clean. You want to be those things for yourself. Again, when we're experiencing inner turmoil, sometimes the last thing that we feel like doing is making the effort to dress nicely and look our best. And again, it can be a downward spiral because when you don't look great, you'll look at yourself in the mirror and perhaps even feel worse. This is something that's been exacerbated in the last year plus as we've all dealt with the COVID-19 pandemic. We went from a world where a majority of us had to get up and go out somewhere to work to working from home in sweatpants. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I love comfy clothes and sweatpants are amazing, but when you aren't required to get up and look your best, it's easy not to. And I've noticed that when I dress lazily, my work ethic is lazier as well. 
I love a story that I heard of a woman who was a business professional who decided to change things up in her life and she became a stay-at-home mom. And every day before she got the kids up and going, she made a point of looking her best. She put makeup on and did her hair and wore nice clothes. And when her husband remarked on this, not in like a critical way, but just commenting that she didn't necessarily need to be so put together because she was just watching kids all day, her reply was that being a stay-at-home mother was her job now. And she wanted to prepare for it each morning, just like she did when she worked at the office. And when she looked nice, she was nicer to her kids and calmer in how, calmer in how she handled her day. I really love that. Now, I'm a big believer in a happy medium, and a few lazy days here and there can be magical. Sometimes, just putting any clothes on at all, even sweats, can be a success. And I've been there, so please don't think that I'm passing judgment on anyone. Um, but here's the truth. You can literally feel the difference when you put in the effort to look your best. It gives you more confidence, and the people around you treat you better when you're clean and presentable. And there's an old saying about dressing for the job that you want, and the same is true for dressing for the mood that you want. I'm not a fashion person at all, and growing up I was a tomboy, and although parts of me are very feminine, I've had a difficult time embracing my feminine beauty. (laughs) And I'm still working on that, but I'm a sucker for a power blazer or a great jacket, I love cute sweaters in the fall, and I like floral, fun blouses in the spring. Nothing feels better than a great pair of a great looking pair of jeans, and I like the simple kind of classic look that comes with my favorite pearl earrings and natural makeup. But I know when I look good, and I feel better when I look good. And for you guys out there, ZZ Top had it right. (laughs) Every girl's crazy about a sharp dressed man. It's true. I think the thing to remember is to be true to who you are and reflect that in your appearance. Some of us like loud and wacky clothes, some of us are more conservative, and that doesn't really matter. Make the effort to look your best. It's an outward expression of the you inside. And uh, there's a famous quote a lot of people know, but I love it too. It's by George Bernard Shaw, and he said, better keep yourself clean and bright. You are the window through which you must see the world. And I think that summarizes this idea pretty eloquently. Number three is fake it till you make it and you'll make it real. And the last layer of our outward expression onion deals with body language and other behaviors. When you're struggling with your mental or emotional health, sometimes the last thing that you want to deal with is other people. We tend to avoid eye contact with others if we go out at all. We might slouch or cross our legs and arms to send out the signal that we are not open to interaction with others. The way we sit, the way we walk, and the way we hold ourselves all shout messages to those around us about who we are and what's going on inside of us. And there's another old saying, uh, everyone knows it, fake it till you make it. And I never really liked that phrase growing up. I try to be a really genuine person, so being fake really rubs me the wrong way. Ironically, though, I also never wanted to let anyone know that I was struggling with depression or anxiety when I was younger, so I put up walls and never wanted to be vulnerable with anyone. So I guess that shows, that, or that goes to show that I'm as flawed as the next human. Um, but now I have no problem telling people about how I've dealt with depression or anxiety. Um, I'm all about owning your story these days, but I still struggle with the walls and the vulnerability part of it. 
Go figure, right? (laughs) But as I've grown older, I see this old idea of faking it until you make it in a new light. The mind-body connection is so powerful, peeps. I think about Tony Robbins, and he does this thing where he has his audience jump up and down and literally change their state of being to be more receptive to the messages that he teaches. They like have loud music, and they're all jumping up and down and getting their bodies excited. And it works in both directions. When your body is active and energized, it encourages your mind to be active and energized. And when your mind is depressed and lethargic, so is your body, usually. I often think about physics and how it relates to mental and spiritual things as well. And I'm not a scientist, but almost everyone has heard of Newton's first law of motion. And that states that an object at rest stays at rest and an object in motion stays in motion with the same speed and in the same direction unless acted upon by an unbalanced force. And so that's talking about inertia. And not only does this law apply to inanimate objects, it also applies to us as human beings. And when you find that you're feeling down and out, if you can put in the effort to physically get in motion, you'll find that your spirits improve immensely. The same thing goes for smiling. I try to smile at people as I walk by them, even if they're strangers. And I'm not super outgoing, believe it or not. Uh, I'm pretty introverted. and uh, But I want to be kind, and my mom always taught me that I should smile at people. Even these days, when we're all wearing masks, we recognize the smiles in the eyes of those around us. And the fascinating thing is that if I'm at the grocery store shopping or whatever, and I'm not really feeling very great, I still try to smile at people, and by the end of the excursion, I usually feel pretty good. I read in a book once that every time you walk through a doorway, you should straighten your shoulders. And it's a reminder to yourself to be more confident, and because you're just entering a room, the impression that you give others as they look at you will be of confidence. And another thing I've worked on in the recent past is my walk. And I tend to be pretty clumsy and kind of clunky when I walk. And I've done some actual, like, pretty uh, intentional work to try to walk in a more feminine way. And I'm definitely still learning, but it makes a pretty big difference. And it's not faking things if your motivation is sincere. It's something I've learned. And you can literally force your body to act in ways that encourage your mind to follow and then you make it real. So that's a lot to think about for this week, Uh, but it's all connected, right? The outward expressions in our lives truly are a reflection of what's going on inside of us. And if we're unhappy with the current picture, we have the ability to take action and change. It takes effort and practice, but it's so worth it. You don't have to figure everything out at once. Just peel back one layer at a time like the beautiful little onion that you are. Um, FYI, actually, I don't really love onions um, in my food, but I do love the metaphor. My challenge to you is to take a look at the outward expressions you currently have in your life and then take a quick pulse on what's working and what isn't. You can do it and you can live the vibrant life. Again, just a quick reminder that I'd love a review on iTunes or a shout out to your friends that you think might enjoy the podcast. Let's keep this community growing and thanks peeps. I hope you guys have a fantastic week.